folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. Hi, lads. What's up, Dave? You uh, you laughing at the shack the shacket comment off the top? No, actually, I'm laughing at the rundown. Some of Micah's. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Welcome to Too Much Dip live stream Thursday night. My name is Dave. I'm going to introduce everyone formally because this will be released in podcast form. That guy you just heard, that's Dylan. Known to many on the internet as Roger Dorn. One of the oldest internet personalities that's still doing it, man. Just an OG, a pioneer of the craft. Jesus. I don't I don't know how accurate that is, but I am happy to be here. What's up, Squadron? How we doing tonight? Just gassing up your clout. Well, you called me old, so I don't I don't know if that's really the gas that I'm looking for, but I do appreciate the the, uh, the shout out there. Very, very cool. That guy under him, that's KJ, the internet's newest, hottest personality. I think I lost my crown to both that title and uh, biggest uh, number one in the Discord fandom today when Kayla made her uh, debut. So I will happily be number two. She uh, she's she's come on the scene with with quite the uh, quite the enthusiasm. She did an AMA. Did nobody saw that coming? It's blew the guy right next out of the KJ. Water. The guy next to KJ is a man who needs no introduction. So let's just uh, let's just get into it. No, <laughs> Michael Weiner. Um, I'm gonna open a strip club and a dispensary. I shall call it Doobies and Boobies. Splash emoji. I brought back. Dude, a that's that's killer. That's, that's a can't miss idea. Can't He's miss idea. Drinking 151. It just seems reckless. I love it, dude. That boy's out of control, man. Damn. He's back in the I'm game. Reckless. I respect that. The people wanted you to keep the cold bits going, so uh, I love it. I'm back. <laughs> Just like Texas football, the Cole Campbell bits are back. We're back. Wow. Uh, man, if Sark, if Sark can bring that offense to Texas, Texas might be back player. Who knows? Hey, sports guy. Hey, come here. on, man. This guy's chopping at the bit. He's chopping at the bit. That's how it Dylan, are you chomping at the bit or champing at the bit? Be honest. Dude, I'm, I will always be chomping at the bit. I, that blew my mind when champing at the bit was actually like the preferred way of saying it. I had no idea. No I'm one's champing. Chomp. I'm a chomp boy. I'm a chomp boy. Hey, KJ, glaring lack of you and Verdansk lately. What have you been doing? Oh, shit. You know what? Um, I put on my Tim the Toolman Taylor uh, hat over the past few weeks. Doing a little work around the house. I believe the way we've done these is overlays. So let me uh, let me get this queued up. I know you asked me beforehand. But um, up until last week, this is what the upstairs bar at my house looked like. Nothing to shake a stick at. In fact, there's a... You've uh, got a wet bar in his yeah, crib, man. Yeah. But then, you know, it was way more cluttered. In fact, there was a... Uh, there's a little <laughs> gift back there, that little... Dude. Flex on us. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see. Little the baby's uh little baby lay pin is gonna go to the baby rough here soon. I'm gonna 
re-gift that. It hasn't been used by uh, the Bromie. So what a guy. that that was what a, a week ago or so. I've been out of her dance because now, not quite a finished project, but for someone who's never used a saw of any kind, circular, mm. jigsaw, tile saw, anything, this is now what uh, the scene looks like. And I'm hoping within a week uh, that it is complete. I uploaded the same picture, so give me quite a second to stretch here. But nowadays, this is what's going on upstairs. What? So, not flawless, you know, some some struggles, but uh, things are dramatically improved. I've obviously got to add that some shelves, install Ooh. everything, do the caulking around the edges, and uh, your boy's going to be fully back in business. I'll have to ask my You're bourbon really guy for it, some KJ. You're really doing it. It looks awesome, man. Good I for you. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Damn. And we're not even going to make a caulk joke. <laughs> I'm really proud of us, but you had to go and uh, bring it up. But uh, well, we st- I think we still get credit. You know your boy's going to be caulking hard. I'm with Trevcat here. I see you, KJ. Uh-oh. Yeah, we all see him. We're doing the live stream. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good good point, Dave. What'd y'all do for dinner tonight? Micah? I haven't had dinner yet. Uh, neither have I. Tonight is leftover meatball night. I um, I took the advice of my good friend David and purchased uh, an item that fries the air. So I threw some uh, chicken breasts in the air fryer last night, and your boy uh, did some at-home Chick-fil-A air-fried sandwiches. Ooh, eh, very average. Very average, very acceptable. No, I went basic. Just straight-up seasoning, threw pickles on it. Nothing special about it. Wine them, dine them, pickle brine them <laughs> is what a lot of people will say. I'm sorry. I suck. I do have a uh, salmon I that I need to cook. Pete's I need... Aries. Oh, shit. I'll shut up. Say that again. Pete's Aries. What's your go-to there? Double cheeseburger. Uh, add bacon, un- grilled onions, jalapenos, pickles. Wow. Getting wow. big, goddamn. Really <laughs> doing it to him, guy. I like it. Oh, I do. I do have one announcement before we get into things. I didn't get any flack from it, but uh, based on Dylan's reaction, I promise I will not play the "Abandon My Boy" drop anymore on this podcast. That's that's signar to that drop. We'll see. We'll see. But, but it's gone. Did I give you a negative reaction? No, not at all. You just said it didn't fit, so I appreciate it. Um, I mean, for me, nothing is going to top OJ. <laughs> It just it just hits me right where I it scratches me right where I itch. It's perfect. So anything's gonna be uh, a little short of that in my mind, but I still got love for it. David, aside from the burgers, you get what do you go with? You go with fries, drink, you do the milkshake, or what else do you do there? No, no, that's 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 a level of gains I can't get to. I do the fries, but no milkshake, and I, I never get a drink. And they're always very puzzled when I'm. When I get the burger, the fries, but no drink, they're like, you need to just do the combo. And I'm like, I don't even want the drink. It's just going to sit in my car. Like, I don't, I don't want it. You know, get it out. if you got the milkshake, you know what would happen though, right? I drink your milkshake. Every time. I would drink oh, I thought shake. you were going to say it was going to bring all the boys to the yard. No. Drinking it I'm right up. my boy. I'm sorry. I drink it up. Every time you get that milkshake, it's happening. So you know better than that. I thought uh, I thought Dylan told you not to play that drop anymore because <laughs> it reminded him of the time that he left Parks at the skate park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, dude. I would never do that to the homie. Come on. 
He was on the vert ramp, just wouldn't leave it alone. He said, I'm going to leave him. wouldn't believe him. <laughs> Dude, he loves to skate. Hey, I've got a major announcement for the podcast. Oh, you guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. We've got a hotline. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. That's a really, that's a great reaction. That's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, it's not live yet, so don't call it. It should be live tomorrow. Apparently it takes 72 hours to set up. Who knew? But the number is 833-371-DIP with two Ps. 833-371-DIP. It's not the pipeline. We'll come up with a name at some point. But just, just everybody put that in your phone now and give it a few days. Look at that. Look at the graphics uh, on this guy. Dave, did you uh, did you record a little, like, <laughs> what do you, whatever you call it, greeting? I haven't been able to yet, but I'm I'm really excited about doing that. Can you put that number up one more time, KJ? I got you. So what happens if you call it? Just go straight to a beep or what? It's not activated yet. It, I, tomorrow, <laughs> like I said. But I want to know how much. Save that, save that number in your phone, but don't call it yet. Yes. I mean, we only do, I want calls for Monday. Hey, did Ricky Prosper do that logo, that number? <laughs> he also hit us with this one. Oh my God. Hit us with that scroll. A ticker. <laughs> I didn't know what this, this program is capable of such graphics. This is impressive. Are you just professional doing that? on the fly? I got it's you. not me. I got you. Somewhere hey, in all yo. those late night uh, live streams, I learned something on StreamYard. Hey, did you guys see the uh, the big trade that went down in the NBA? Micah, I don't know if you saw this. I did see this, David. Would you what like to it? Well, James Harden now plays for the Brooklyn Nets. What? Yeah, can you believe it? Wow. It's a 14 trade, man. Do you want do you know what the Rockets got back? They got Victor Oladipo. They got Victor Oladipo. They also got that dude's a baller. Picks from Brooklyn, 22, 24, and 26, plus Milwaukee's 2022 first-round pick. Plus, they got four unprotected first-round swaps in 21, 23, 25, and 27. That's that's a lot of picks. And they got Dante Exum and some dudes who I've never heard of. Uh, the other guy moved in this piece, Jared Allen, former Longhorn, is now moved, he's moved to Cleveland. And Chris, Mm. Karis, Karis Levert, I should say, uh, ends up with the Pacers. Uh, uh, I, I know- did see uh, the note on, not to interrupt you too much there, but on Oladipo. He doesn't want to stick around apparently, right? Well, he is an expiring contract at the end of the year. So right. the Rockets uh, seem to be going into all, if you believe the hype, they're going into full cost-cutting most, mode as their owner is overextended and all of his uh, holdings are in restaurants and casinos, which are not doing well at the moment. Um so they could they could wipe him off the books at the end of this year because Levert is probably a better player, uh, but Oladipo easier to get rid of at the end of the season anyway, and yeah. perhaps start fresh. Um, thank you, Micah. Um, I guess this is a really good time to announce our our second announcement of the night. Dylan, uh, the reason he is leaving the Melon Podcast is for his new pod, which is going to be called Unprotected Pick. <laughs> I thought it was low key lifted. No, you got two. You're doing two. Oh, that's right. Okay. Unprotected, unprotected pick is what we're doing at the end of the, uh, the episode here. Oh shit, that's way better than unsolicited dip picks. I like that. I like that. Um, 
it's a tough time in Houston right now. I've got a lot of friends from Houston. I think we all probably do. Um, I'm in a group text with a lot of Houston guys and I don't even, I feel, I can't even talk. Cause I feel like anytime I talk, it's just like eggshells. There's it's a sad city right now. Like that. Uh, what is that? Ghostland observatory. Yeah, that's, that is ghostland. Real, real topical you. that what everyone is the knows. Name, <laughs> what's the name of Hardin's restaurant that's opening up? 13. Twin Peaks. 13. Oh. Yeah, which is his uh, restaurant is supposed to open in Midtown Houston next week. That's probably not going to be a, a big scene the way it could have been uh, a little while ago. Yeah, from, from what I've heard, the reviews are not exactly popping for the restaurant no. right now. No, they're kind of kind of the opposite. Kind of the opposite. Yeah. So you're telling me you play for a team in which your owner is one of the nation's largest restaurant magnates. He is shedding costs at every turn because the restaurant industry is just a shit show. And not only do you want away from him, but you want, you want to say, Oh, I also want to get into your industry. Like, are you fucking kidding? Like that doesn't add up unless this was like some sort of deal with Fertitta. He's like, you know what? And I will gift you your own franchise, like some sort of food network show. Bad decision, coach. 13 isn't really a great name for a, a, a host of uh, nightclubs. Like, I, I don't think that's one that Tillman is, uh, you know, writing the, the big check for. I don't think you're opening up 13 lounges all over the country. But who knows? Then now you could open one in Brooklyn. Nothing beats the Vince Young Steakhouse. That's the best name for a spot ever. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the uh, definitely closed Hully and Moe's in uh, – it used to be an uptown Dallas. <laughs> that was there was, uh, a, there was a couple years there where that was a scene that was run by uh, Brett Hole and Mike Madano. Yeah, the ambassador of fun himself. Um, also, what was the other one? The oh, Bobby V's. Oh yeah, not Eddie V's. Bobby V's oh, in, in Arlington, in Agtown. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've been to that. I've been to that many a time actually. <laughs> really, South Arlington. That makes sense. Yeah, because when I was married, Dallas used to live very close to it, and her dad was obsessed with the place. So every time we'd go visit her family, we would always go to Bobby V's. Every time. Dude, I, I didn't know it was still open. I don't know if it still is. I, I've been divorced for a little bit. So. <laughs> uh, but when right. I was married and went up there, um, we went all the time. I think it's a Coulter's uh, barbecue now. I have no idea. When I was a kid, we went, and Bobby Valentine was actually there. So when he was still managing the Rangers, he was walking to all the tables saying hi. Very engaging personality. Good dude. I want to see pictures of the storefronts in all of our listeners' local towns that are named after or run by uh, former uh, celebrities of said town. Because I know, like, Bob Stoops has a steakhouse, right? And – He's got to in Oklahoma somewhere in Norman, Norman or Oklahoma city. And I know uh, Jimmy Johnson, I believe has a line of restaurants as well. So Chicago has son. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shula, not Shula's obviously uh, Ditka uh, restaurants. Shula, tell my saying. Um, is it like bar food? Have we looked into it or is it like upscale? Like is, it sounds like it's like upscale bar food. Is that what it is? I think that's uh, along those lines. I saw a sample menu somewhere online the last couple of days. I'll have to pull it up. It's not all triple dippers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't really want to jump too much into the NBA. 
I, I could just talk Luca for like the next 30 minutes. Nobody would want that. But can I talk about the dude uh, who hit me up unsolicited to bet on the Mavs Hornets game last night? Thanks for the sixer. Mm, that's true. That's true. Um, I'll just quickly bitch about the fact that anything that's not direct TV or cable, you do not have access to your regional sports networks right now. So uh, your boy is still without Fox Sports Southwest, which carries all of the Mavs and Stars a game. That needs to get fixed quick, or I'm going to have to have a second uh, cable provider. Um, I just want to say I don't. I don't think this is funny. <laughs> just a hate, hating all day, all B cycles. Right. Isn't his health problem like like head related? Yes, from getting way too much of it from college age women, probably. Oh come on, KJ, grow up, dude. <laughs> I got to deal with the, I got to deal with oh, circling back all the time. I don't need to deal with it here too. Um, I, I I honestly don't know what it is. I've been told it's it's actually a real deal, but it is the go to whenever he is you know wandering around town, being a little free with his time. But again, it's not like Jacksonville's the place that uh, is devoid of attractive women. So shout out to him. We'll get to that. Do you guys want to hear about the menu at 13? Yes, I'm glad you found that. As far as the menu is concerned, this from Eater Eater Houston. Look forward to to decadent upscale riffs on comfort food dishes like fries spiced with Old Bay and drenched in Maryland crab cream sauce deep-fried red snapper, and a hardener-inspired dish called the Sun Devil, which involves roasted oysters topped with creamed collard greens and candied bacon. Okay. That snapper sounds kind of dank, honestly. Just as I expected, the uh, logo for this place, I was like, there's no way it's just going to be a one and a three. I would have guessed that it was going to be Roman numerals, but it's like a... uh, I don't know what font. Just standard E. Word thirteen written out, or is the, the logo different? It's it's different, of course. You know, kids these days, um, it's it's bad. It's every bit of bad. I'll see if I can't pop it up here on the fly. I cannot. So, frankly, for making me laugh. I don't get these comments. Oh, what? I mean, yeah, sniper's good. I mean, what's the problem? <laughs> What did they say you would be a snapper guy? Might be some some sexual innuendo. I'm not picking gotcha. up on that one. I'm not sure, but we can we can move yeah, on. Well, yeah, let's keep pressing forward. I can't get it on the fly. That uh, that menu sounds really good. It's making me hard and See from I mean? way down. Yeah. I I need to pay. I mean, it's in James. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. You'll get a bell for that. That's one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what you're gonna get here on the Too Much Tip Thursday live stream. Hey, did you guys watch the? The Natty? Because I did. Show did. Unfortunately, I uh, turn, Turns out Devontae Smith is uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, but how about that Sark offense, though? That's what I'm, I was really, uh, really impressed with that. Wow. That offense? That offense just go to work? I was Dude, just, he's totally going to be able to replicate that at Texas. No problem. <laughs> Okay. Yes, he has five stars at every position to play with. I understand that. It's not like Texas doesn't have talent that he gets to use. Um, I'm I'm a little excited about this. I, I think there's a potential. As, as long as he stays on the wagon, I think there's potential here, man. I'm I'm kind of like low key excited about Sark. 
obviously much more after watching that game. You mean like I, that's the first time I've I've watched a, an entire Bama game this year, to be totally honest. And uh, I was impressed, man. Some creative ways to get his his guys the ball. You mean like Texas him? doesn't have similar similar talent, Josh? Texas has talent, but not not near the level of of Alabama. I don't know if you're sarcastic or not with that, but no, not quite. No, not at all. Um, I think he'll be successful. He reached out and had a call with all of the Letterman or former Letterman for Texas, like had an open Zoom invitation for Letterman to have a conversation. Uh, and I think things like that for a school of that prestige, it's a big deal because I mean, you can count probably a dozen UT grads that are in positions of influence on a sports media level. Your Ricky Williams, your Brian Jones is, um, I mean, I'm sure there are bigger piece of people than that that are UT grads, but out there that would then guide the, the reputation of the program to the masses, and that affects your recruiting. Like, you want people out there riding for you. Like, Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart aren't down talking like USC on Fox, uh, you know, big noon Saturday. I think it's good. Yeah. Back yeah. to Bama. Back to Bama for a minute. Uh, we talked about the players and how they're better than the ones anywhere else. Uh you know, I think there was some discussion on this podcast about how long this can last and how long this dynasty continues. Apparently, the the greatest statistical recruiting class in the history of rivals was signed in 2021 by Alabama. So it's just going to continue. If you don't like it, just, you know, that's, that's going to be tough for you. Yeah, this is uh, a dynasty... It's it's kind of out of control at this point. Uh, he just passed Bear Bryant, Nick Saban did, in uh, Natty's, which is quite impressive. Um, the talent, it's, it's just an NFL factory at this point. It's um, kind of absurd what they're doing there. And, yeah, they, I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. I think the it's only really interesting because Clemson, Clemson kind of, like, uh, threatened to – Kind of put a stop to the dynasty there. They they got it. They got a cut with two or three. How many nights did they get? Two, three. They've got two. It, and it, they kind of looked like they were gonna, you know, I don't know if supplant Alabama as a, the head honcho, but to threaten to like take enough natties away from them to like put us, you know, to slow down the dynasty. But no, nah, it's always been Alabama, and it will be for the foreseeable future. Has anyone talked to number 32 for Ohio State, the linebacker who got caught out in space chasing uh, Devontae, that poor guy? Oh, jeez. Was, it was a sad first half for that guy. Or not just for that guy, for that whole defense. Yeah, I don't uh, – it was – I think I predicted Alabama big, and then I kind of, like, got cold feet on it. And as I was watching it, uh, it was shocking the uh, discrepancy in talent. Yeah. It, it also didn't help that I spent my entire projection dwelling on running backs and what Trey Sermon would do. Trey Sermon played what? Ah, play? Two. One, two plays? Well, he, got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt on his first carry, didn't he? Yeah. So my whole hopes and not even dreams, not like I, I diehard <laughs> wanted Ohio State to win, but my projection of what would happen in that game went out the window very quick. Kudos to Ohio State. Like, you know, it's, it's a low bar to say they didn't give up. But they continued to threaten, like, hey, we can score, we can score quick, but Alabama never let them breathe. And Devontae Smith, you know, while he's not as good as Jalen Waddell, I've heard, like he did everything he could possibly <laughs> have done in that game to prove himself. That dude is freaking <laughs> impressive, man. Now, that poor linebacker trying to cover him, you hear about like having an extra gear. 
he had two extra gears beyond what the linebacker had. It was it was just he was like jogging, flying by him. It was absurd watching that play. Micah, you got any waddle takes? He's probably shouldn't have played. No. Once he started, what was that man? Three scores. Like I understand why they want to. You know, he wants to be out there and playing the. You know, come back and be out there, but he had nothing to to gain. He yeah, wasn't. Showed, he wasn't going to improve. A clip of him, like, I think it was like the third quarter, and he like violently limped off the field. I was like, okay, now he's he's done. And he came back out like two plays later. I was shocked. He did that yeah, in the first weird. quarter too. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, he was limping right every time. Um, yeah, but he came back. It's a good feel good story. I'm sure he didn't get hurt worse. Yeah, I guess be a high draft pick. So shouts to him. That's the question. And if you're him that you ask, it's like, do, am I at risk of making anything worse? And if the answer is no, like, you know, give what you got until your pain tolerance wears off and, or, uh, is exceeded and move on. But I'm glad that for him, we didn't see him go down in a more severe manner. Now the scouts can write high threshold for pain and total gamer all, heart all on great. their uh, report. You know, there's going to be a report that says, while other players are opting out of the second half of their bowl games, you know, speaking of whatever Sanders at Oklahoma State, you know, he showed up, played hurt, and gave all he could to a team that absolutely did not need him. <laughs> um, put a bow on the college football season. Did you guys have fun? <laughs> no, right. I didn't. I'll just say yeah. it. it was lackluster. Yeah. And. <laughs> And uh, we know this Alabama team is incredibly talented. They're incredibly well coached. They dominated everyone all season. They had no close game. They played 11 SEC games. I just don't care. I I don't know. Like, this team will not – I can't consider them one of the all-time great teams because the season was just too fucking weird. Sorry. Mm. They still beat everybody they had to. And they played a full schedule. I mean, they they won a lot of games. I don't don't know if it's – I mean – the season kind of seems tainted, obviously, but I don't think their their title is tainted, if that makes any sense. I take nothing uh, from Alabama whatsoever. They performed at high level yeah. every game that they played. I don't want to hear this bullshit if they played. They beat 11 SEC schools. No other Alabama team has done it. Like, bullshit on that. Um, but I think it's, it's fair to say that they earned their national title completely. But... Overall, like, I can't think back of a game that was so compelling that it really made this entire season worth it for me. Like, I can't think of one. Really, Georgia-Cincinnati in the bowl season might have been my favorite game to watch. There were close games all year. Uh, Florida played a couple. Uh, Coastal. Coastal uh, yep. played one last drive. Yeah. Honestly, the highlight of this season might have been following Coastal and Cincinnati. Like, I watched more – Cincinnati and American Athletic Conference football than I ever have this year. Yeah. Oh, big news there. Reggie Roberson coming back. He's back. Oh. Who's the quarterback for the ponies? Uh, Tanner Mordecai from Oklahoma. One of the big highlights of this year for me was watching the Texas State Bobcats the first three weeks of the year on national television. Every week. Uh, I mean, don't forget about Brady Brady McFootball or whatever that dude's name was. You know, and uh, it was fun to have you guys in the spotlight. Yeah, it's. I think we have a couple other games coming up too, like New Mexico State or some other bullshit teams who push their season, like Conference USA or something, 
who pushed their season to the spring. There are a couple FBS games. I don't know who or what, but I'm going to live tweet them just because nobody knows who they are. And keep an eye out for University of Texas Rio Grande Valley coming to Division One football soon. Oh, let's go. We've been waiting. Uh, can I interject? Uh, how has it gone this long? Dylan, what's, what are you holding? What's going on? <laughs> uh, this was one of Parks' uh, Christmas presents. I got him a, a wiffle ball bat and a wiffle ball, hoping that he would, uh, you know, take up wiffle ball, baseball. He hasn't yet, so it's just become my toy. I just kind of use it around the house and just do air swings. And, you know, it's just been a fun little uh, knock-around toy for, for your boy. So I'm holding it. I really thought it's, you it's would a just sports, been... It's a sports podcast, David. What's your problem? Works for Throw McAfee. or something. <laughs> oh, triple G, let's go. And who else? That's just Triple G. Oh, I don't even know who oh. he's fighting here. Might be like uh, Lemieux or something. Let's get back to that gobble ghoul. Um, NFL? Wow. Hey. <laughs> What is what is that? Say? What are we supposed to do with that? I just want to get us back on track. Let's get back okay. to that gobble ghoul. Uh, hey, eyes of Texas, Sarks all in. What oh, yes. say you guys? Yeah. All gas, no brakes, Dave. Seriously, yeah, that, that's that's the the new motto. All gas, no brakes. It's Check better it than okay, cool, hook them. So we will, yeah. you know, as far as mottos go, that is a step up. Uh, the answer on the t- on the eyes of Texas wasn't great. And uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know. There's no way to really answer that question in this environment and make everybody happy. But, um, you know, if you just keep saying all gas, no brakes over and over again, maybe people forget. It's a shit. Like I'm a little bit upset at somebody who asked, whoever asked that question, like that's a bullshit, like bear trap question. We all agree. Tom Herman, who'd been there for three, four years or whatever, like in the moment, it was a very difficult position to be in like to try to do your job keep the room please and all of that like to ask a coach who's been there 48 hours to like take a stance on something like that that's that's shitty like that's that's not fair at all in my opinion agree um do you think he was prepped on that like he knew that was coming right probably of course yeah that's why i don't put too much stock in it he's just that's just the company line at this point i think Cause he said, what it's our song. We're not like, that's it. Basically. We're just definitively like we, we will be singing the song is basically what he said. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Musically speaking, the song sucks. You don't like, I've been working on the railroad. Just uh, completely overrated. Don't know why it's made it this far. No one's working on the railroad. I've got a problem with schools having fight songs and I guess alma maters. Like having two different school songs the ones that have like the in-game fight song, but then you have the song you sing after the well, game or whatever. Fight song and one's a school song. These are two. These are two different genres of. I songs. agree, and I would like them to have one. I want you to play some slow melodic shit in the middle of the game after you score a touchdown. Okay. Break out the. I, like I want. I want the flutes and the woodwinds to get some fucking shine in the middle of the game. I guess Michigan will never play Hail to the Victors again. Just some slow, melodic, uh, down-tempo alma mater. Yes. Okay. I think every every oh, college should have to pick an Imagine Dragons song. 
Because technically that's what they want to hear at the end of the season is Imagine Dragons and Fallout Boy on repeat in between their plays in a national title game. Fallout Boy Boy getting a lot of run uh, as they are performing at the induction, or what what do we call this thing? The inauguration of our next president. Fallout Boy, special musical act. Dylan, did you see, I know you're a big uh, little monster. Lady Gaga is singing the national anthem. I did see that. I'm very excited for that. So what? Bad. I almost res- I almost responded to one of the tweets with a quote tweet of just the the monster emoji, comes like a, a goblin or something. I'm pumped, man. She's, everyone knows she's got pipes. You can't the, deny that. The purple monster with the horns. Do that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, whatever. Is there gonna? All right. We don't even have to talk about the inauguration. I've got many <laughs> questions. I did not know Fallout Boy was performing. I certainly did not know that. Otherwise, I would. They couldn't have rolled Jason worked. Isbell out there and just like, you know, done something. Meet everybody in the middle. Anyways, we shouldn't be here. NFL. <laughs> Let's talk NFL. Um, KJ, KJ I'm to talk. Oh yeah, you're right, you're herb, man. Big week for you. Step one is complete. I didn't really think it was going to happen as somebody who's in the uh, recruiting world for my daytime profession. uh, A big part of my job is like following through a process until a contract is signed. And everyone was like, Oh, Hey, intense talks. Urban's back. Here's him stepping off a plane. All signs point to yes. Eight ball says, yeah, like fuck you. He's signing with the Jacks. And I was fucking nervous all day. I thought we were going to come on this show and then be here today and talk about it, and it wouldn't be a done deal. And I was going to have to be like, I don't want to fucking discuss it because it's not a done deal. 6.45 our time, or not 6.45, 5.45 our time, 6.45 Eastern, ink on the paper, Khan got it done. For the Jags to land a candidate for coaching that the Cowboys, you know, were tied to last year, like the biggest brand in sports, and that coach to end up with Jacksonville, like granted, it probably has more to do with cap space, control over decision-making, first pick overall, you know, lower pressure, all of those things. But still, like, that's a big deal. So when Urban is like holding up the, you know, Lombardi trophy over the Thames in London in three years, like, I might be there to see it. The River Thames. The River Thames. So this, this hire gets a thumbs up from KJ. Three of them. All the wow. way. Okay. I'm I'm willing to say AFC title game within the next two years. I'd probably bank Super Bowl in, in three. <laughs> Come on, KJ. Let's get serious. KJ. Wow, you got a lot of faith in Trev, man. I like it though. And I, I think he's gonna be an excellent pro. I really do. But man, lofty. Let's go, lofty. We're there. Jags are back in it. Are we sure they're taking Trev? Yeah. If fucking ESPN doesn't stop with these side-by-sides of Urban Meyer, Justin Fields, and Trevor Lawrence, I knew this was coming. I cannot allow this to happen. Cannot allow it to happen. (laughs) Dude, he's like a, he's like a just insert and and let's go guy. Like he's, he's ready. I mean, he's got, he's got all the tools. Urban was quoted saying that Trevor Lawrence was the best college football quarterback he's seen ever, ever. So I, he can't fuck this one up. Yeah, the throws that guy is capable of making are, are pretty sick. He's he's got it. Okay, I'm excited. I'm, I, 
I didn't know how to feel about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to live vicariously through KJ and all of his takes. I will co-sign minus the uh, very, very bold prediction he just made. I do not co-sign that, but I hope it works out for him. Hey, I'll, I'll find me a prop bet. Find me a three year uh, futures bet. Your boy will put some money down. Um, Let's get in. Oh, Browns. Browns are back, I guess. They're, they're bringing all their players and their coaches back. Um, so they were without Kevin Stefanski. I don't know if there were any notable players out last week. It surely didn't matter for the Steelers game. But um, we've got Steelers and Ravens. I'm sorry, the Browns and Ravens on Sunday. <laughs> Dylan, does it matter to you at all that they're, you know, going into this game that they're now post-COVID? Like, I don't I, To me, it didn't make a difference, but. Yeah, it'd be no, nice. To have not really. Uh, I mean, look, the Browns are the Browns are freaking good. I, I was laughing earlier, and I'm laughing again right now because if you look at our rundown, I know that our viewers can't see it, but it, it's just an absolute mess. Under the the Ravens Buffalo, it's got the line, but it doesn't say who it is, and then he's got Ravens minus ten under the Browns Chiefs line, and so I, <laughs> the whole thing's really confusing for me. Who does our rundowns, um, Dylan? It it, it might go. <laughs> Micah, it always Micah. I shouldn't throw that, that, that way you say, Micah. <laughs> and if you look at the, the time, look, the Ravens Buffalo game is at seven exclamation point. <laughs> I think it means seven fifteen. But there's it, nothing better mess. than getting to it. run it back on Mondays. And Micah is spelled like for dance, like capital D A N C E. And <laughs> there will be so many random words in there, and I'm like, I just love how this guy's mind works. And then he'll have his plug great, flawlessly. It's a, it's a beautiful mess inside that man's brain. And I love well, it. Welcome to mind. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Available wherever podcasts are found. Uh, Dylan, I apologize. Obviously. No, don't. It's fine. The aren't playing. They have nothing to do with the Browns and Chiefs game. But the Chiefs are, in fact, 10-point favorites. But I don't know. Maybe we should go through these games. We should pick them. We should talk about them. Oh, yeah. We I should. said that backwards. Ravens, we can't first, super, wild, super wild card anymore. Um, oh, go through Saturday. The, now the I see why game. I fucked that up. Wow. I just I just reread what you read, Dylan, and fucked it up again. Now I see why you were saying that, because I was asking you about the Browns and Ravens. That's not what you're – that's not it. Okay. <laughs> Look at the weather. Look at what he put for the weather prediction for the Bucks at Saints. I, what does that? What does that even mean? Well, let's Ooh. let's start with Rams Packers. Wait, I didn't write that. Hey, hey, now. Let's start with Rams Packers. Oh, that's funny though. Green Bay's favored by six and a half at home. We'll pick these games a little bit later. Dylan, any thoughts in terms of the Rams with Jared Goff? No, Jake Walford, John Walford, Joe Walford. Doesn't matter. He's not playing. And uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be at home, 32 and snowing. Ooh. Man, I thought, I thought the Rams um, put together a very impressive game considering Aaron Donald was out for a lot of it. And they had a quarterback who could not really throw the ball. It doesn't matter who was on the field for, uh, for the Rams. Uh, Walford, Wolford, no one really knows his name. Or a, uh, a broken, dumbed uh, Jared Goff. They, they, played, they played well. Um, I think Green Bay is just on a mission, though. They got six, it's minus six and a half. Um, I'm taking Green Bay. What do you guys think? David? We let's can go ahead and knock out picks as we talk through it. Yeah, let's just mix this up, and I'll, I'll talk through the results like later. I like, uh, I like Green Bay. They have a better quarterback. Indeed, they do. Uh, it, I think that with – 
I don't see any scenario where Green Bay doesn't score four touchdowns in this game. And I don't see any scenario where the Rams can get to 29 points. I just think that the way Aaron Rodgers is playing, they're going to score 28, and I don't see any way the Rams get close. I don't think you bet on a dog in a playoff game unless you think they can win the game straight up, which I don't think they can. So I think I'm on the Packers too. It me. I'm that dog. Jalen Ramsey shuts down Devontae Adams on the road. Rams pull this one out. Defense and bad weather in the playoffs is what, what I'm going with. And I'm going with the Rams. So last I saw, Aaron Donald was day-to-day with the rib yeah, issue. Yeah, he's going to play, though. He's, he's got a rib issue. It's I don't think it's a broken rib, but I think what's worse is it's like a, a, a cartilage issue. Um, okay. So either way. That's a, that's a bad look if Aaron Donald misses a playoff game because of a rib issue and Drew Brees has like 16 broken ribs. But it's not as Manson rib. Miss, he can't but, do without how effective will he be is this kind of the question, I think. He's definitely going to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. The the, the later slate game on Saturday is Ravens at Bills. There's a minus two and a half line here. I don't know who that belongs to, unfortunately. Is that Buffalo minus two and a half, Micah? That is Buffalo. Okay. Uh, KJ, what do you think? Mike is just getting killed. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that, that was an honest question. I, did, I didn't know what to make of that line. I just assumed Buffalo being the home game, being the home team, and they're playing well. So, Well, I, your assumption was correct. I bet against okay. – or I could have been a bet against the Rams last week and said everything the opposite of what happened. Didn't believe in Lamar Jackson. Thought that Vrabel would pull it out at home. Derek Henry would have a big game. It's completely wrong. My week was absolute shit, as we'll get to in a minute. I'm not making that mistake again. I'm going to pick against the Ravens. I don't think Lamar Jackson will perform in this game. I think the Bills will be great at home, and Josh Allen will perform. Give me Buffalo. Wow. Wow. I think I'm on Baltimore here. I like like what, uh, you know, uh, Lamar, he's got his first playoff win. He's got got some of his swagger back, and they've won a lot of games in a row. They're playing good football. Uh, I'm taking Baltimore. Plus two and a half. I will take Buffalo here. And my feeling that you can't take the underdog unless you think they can win is a challenge because the Ravens can certainly win the football game. I just think Buffalo is a little bit better and uh, they've got more weapons. They're going to, they're going to be used to the snow. I saw that Lamar Jackson said he's never played in a game in the snow uh, forecast 37 and snow falling. So who knows what it's going to look like? Probably ugly. I don't know. I, I just think Buffalo is the better team. They're going to they're gonna prove it. Two and a half. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they win this game 29-28 and don't cover, but I like Buffalo. Do we know if it's lake effects now? <laughs> that does make does a that, big difference. Does that, does that, will that move the line for you, Dave, if it is? Oh, it, it, it's going to affect my pick, but not knowing that, I'm just going to go out on a limb. I like the upset. I think Lamar puts it in the end zone three times on the ground himself. I think this is going to be the Lamar show. I think this is going to be like, he was, you know, he's been great all year. Well, most of the year he was good last week. I think he's going to be spectacular. And I think he's going to upset uh, my Western New York people. And I'm sorry for that, but I'm feeling good about Lamar. Interesting. Uh, So to, uh, Correct myself from earlier. We've got the Browns going into Kansas City, not playing Baltimore. Um, Chiefs are favored by 10. Now, mind you, the Chiefs have uh, – they rested their starters both in 
or in week 17, they rested their starters and then they had a bye week. So it's been almost 20, it'll be 20 days between games for them. Uh, the Browns having a fight and scratch, you know, not having any, pl- not any practice games and then dominating the Steelers are coming in somewhat with uh, that terrible word momentum. 41 and sunny in Kansas City on Saturday, on Sunday. I'm taking Kansas City. 10 points is way too much for this game, but I do not see. I just don't believe in Baker. That's a terrible thing to say, but I don't see him being late, deep in the playoffs guy like Blake Bortles was. Who's the backup for the Rams now? I confirm that. He's, uh, since no Walford, we've got Bortles in the backup. I think I mistakenly said he was still in Denver. Let's go. Hmm. I don't. I don't know what to make of this game, really. I mean, the, the Browns are playing good football, like you said. The Chiefs haven't played in a in a minute. Um, but I, again, I just I can't go with Baker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm go, I'm going Chiefs minus ten. I too will go with the Chiefs. Uh, I think Andy Reid is nineteen and three. <laughs> Dave, you see that? Wow. Put that back up. He's going to take a picture of it. A bad one way bet. It wants nothing in return if it doesn't happen. It's just straight up three grand. Are you taking Kansas City? Is that what I heard there? I am. Andy Reid is 19 and three after a bye week. I think that that's, I think that the the, uh, Browns run comes to an end. They, they had their great moment last week. They beat their division rival. They're going to get smoked this week. Although the Chiefs haven't beat anybody by, by more than a touchdown in a long time, I still think they're just going to they're gonna lay it on. And back to my rule, you can't bet a dog unless you think they're going to win the game. No way Cleveland wins this game in Kansas City. Give me the Chiefs. Cleveland does not win. However, this is a touchdown game. Cleveland has two very, very good running backs. They can slow the game down. I know the, the the cool thing to say is keep Mahomes off the field, <laughs> um, control the clock. But I think Cleveland can do that, and you don't have to have too much. You don't have to have Baker do too much. Um, I don't think there's any way they win, but I think it, I wouldn't be shocked if it's a, a seven or eight point game. So give me the Browns. Uh, quick note on uh, Kansas City. Eric Bieniemy apparently was. Set to have discussions with the Texans. I don't think officially he's interviewed yet. I mentioned on Monday I'd be livid if he didn't get a job or there'd be problems. Uh, Schefter said today, he said it would be tough for him to see the enemy landing one of the open positions. Um, I didn't hear the full comment on as to why he thought that, but it would be a big problem for the NFL if he didn't secure one of those roles. So well, one's off the table. Some sort of moratorium or something. He cannot interview until after the Chiefs are done. Well, but during if if you're on the team and and it's an upward mobility, if you're on a team with the bye week and it's an upward mobility position, they can't prevent you from doing it. So he met with teams over the bye week, right? But he can't meet with the Chiefs right. until the end, correct? Until the season's over. So, um, are not the Chiefs, so the Texans. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, he's he should get a job. So we will see. Uh, Tampa at New Orleans. 40 years old, 42 years old and 40. What do we say? 40, 40, 42 and 43. 43. The total age of the quarterbacks is 138. I think. <laughs> um, doesn't sound right. What? No, I, Dave, I, I did the math, Dave. It's 138. <laughs> so uh, I'm seeing a lot of stuff where they're calling this the Dylan bowl. And I don't really understand why. 
Because Tom Brady's so swaggy and handsome, is that why? Because you're the because he's the goat. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably something that has something to do with that. I'm sure. Saints favored by three at home. Over under set at fifty two. Another nice little nugget is this. In all likelihood, will be Drew Brees' last game in New Orleans, regardless if they win or not, uh, because they are not a seed high enough to host any of the other remaining teams. So that's a factor. Weather, it's indoors, it's room temp, and baking soda is forecasted. Snow everywhere else, baking soda in New Orleans. Kind of strange. Wow. Okay. <laughs> can, uh, can someone fill me in on this one? I, what, what is is that? Is that over my head or is it just a tight? What's going on with you that? You don't buy cocaine in New Orleans because it's always baking soda. Or so I've uh, heard. Yeah. You may have heard uh, yeah, the other saying, actually, like, don't trust white girls uh, in such, New such a transaction, actually, one time. <laughs> and it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's either that Sorry. or, you know, don't trust yeah. white girl in New and Orleans. And then the next night we saw the guy who sold it to my friend. It wasn't me, I promise you. And he, I was like, that's the fucking guy. And he saw us and just, just took off running down Bourbon Street. It was pretty funny. Yep, and he anyway. enjoyed that money. So, yeah, New Orleans by three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, back to football. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get uh, back to that gobble I I don't have a feeling one way or the other on this. I'm all over Tampa Bay. They've, Tampa Bay wins. Oh, man. Okay. Tampa Bay wins. I think I like Tampa here as well. There's the old theory. It's hard to beat a team three times in one year. The Chiefs are not the Chiefs. The Saints really smoked uh, the Bucs the last time they played. But since then, Antonio Brown is now a major part of that offense. Brady's playing better than he has all season. Uh, I think they're going to find a way to scheme him up and defend and, you know, protect him a little bit. I just think the Bucs win this one in a close one. And uh, that three-point line seems... You know, that's, I, I'm taking the points. Um, you go ahead. I, too, am riding with the Bucks. This will be Drew Brees' last game. Last game ever. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm looking for some fourth-quarter heroics from TB. Wow. I, I feel like they've got better skill players. Wow. I said it. Wow. Okay. Well... Well, maybe not Kamara. Okay, I'll fuck off. Um, I've got to take New Orleans. I've got to fade here. Thomas Morstead, one of the all-time greats from SMU. Uh, that's really my end-all, be-all reason. They've got uh, Zach Wood, SMU. Um, maybe like two other, three other players on their team from SMU. So that's my only reasoning I'm going with New Orleans. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. That's not the goal here. Um, but just don't follow my picks. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm going to fade the field and take New Orleans. Having said that, none of us established one of these games as our big boy stack, so uh, we can do that retroactively. But before you do, the uh, update. One of our listeners actually was aware going into this week. I told David this earlier, but uh, things did not look good last week for me or Dylan. David, on the other hand, absolutely blew it out of the water. I'm stalling a little bit because I'm trying to pull up uh, the records. Myself, we picked a total of uh, seven games plus our big boy stack. I was one in six. You just hate to see that. Micah, two and five on the week. 
Pathetic. Didn't we count the, uh, the natty as a three-point play as well? You know what? So points-wise, it'll matter, but it won't, um, it won't change your win count. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. It will uh, change the points here. So I'll update the total point count because that affects the standings dramatically. Uh, Dylan, you, you picked Bama, right? Uh, no, I picked Ohio oh, State. Oh, you picked Ohio State. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. You know what that does? Okay. I did pick Bama. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about Dylan the whole time that game was on. Dylan, three and, five, <laughs> three and five on the week. David, five and two, and the only one to hit their big boy stack. The only one to hit their big boy stack and hit the national title game. So with this extra piece of info that Mike reminded me of, the point total on the year, David's in first place at 95. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Micah and I are tied at 93. Dylan, you've got 92 points. So we are all in the hunt now. Shaking so having said all of that, you pick one of these uh, divisional round games to be your big boy stack. So we will stick to football this week. I'll take oh. the Bears and Buffalo over. I have 50 here. This fucking guy with this overs. Give me the over. I, I want Green Bay minus six and a half. Uh, GB minus six. David? If we're rocking overs, give me the uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans over. Didn't you say 52 and a half? It was something fairly it's low. 52. Yeah, 52. 52. Okay, yeah, give me that over. Let's go. Get big. God dang. Good pick. I am going to, for the first time ever, fade myself. I will take Green Bay as my big boy stack. You know, I picked the Rams to win the game. <laughs> so, Get big. Uh, God dang. I'm pretty sure that guarantees me two points or three points. Somehow in there, that's what I'm doing. I'm picking Green Bay. Uh, minus six and a half as my big boy you're, stack. You're hedging with two weeks left in the season. I'm, I'm, I'm not falling bit. behind here. I cannot afford to have a one in six week and fall behind again. Either I'm hitting this big boy stack or I'm getting the one point. I need it. <laughs> Drake Carson notes, Dylan, I say this with love, but you look like you take 54 seconds to set up in the batter's box each at bat just to go 165 on the season. Drake? Okay, Drake. <laughs> Is that uh, the actually, I was first team all district my my senior year. No big deal. Oops. Hit over 400. But, uh, no, not to brag, but yeah. Uh, I was a I wasn't a senior. I was a I was a gap to gap guy. S. Grouchy oh. jerk. That, that's you that's what we heard about. <laughs> no, that's Tom Herman, actually. <laughs> just him chiving it up at the ACL. I'm guy. Um, just checking out the app. <laughs> that's all I've got on the week. Any other nuggets or notes? Oh, a uh, reminder for the people out there, both at home and on the stream. If you weren't here early in the show, effective tomorrow and henceforth. Ooh. 833-371-DIP with two Ps. 833-371-DIPP. David yeah, hooked it up with is, a hotline. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We're going to do some a uh, little bit of voicemail action every Monday when we record. We'll take some calls. I'll give directives on what we're looking for next week. Oh, look at that. 
The people are asking for it. Going I got Julio Franco. So I guess wow. nobody asked for that actually. Uh, very I loud. I can't do a full cut. I don't have room here, but you you don't have to do this. Mama, there goes but, uh, that man. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break something. I can't really do it. All right. Well, fun pod. Good stuff. Good See everybody stuff. Monday. Goodbye. Bye, bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. To this day.